Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. And I am Easter drunk. I'm actually pretty good. Uh, having a good time. Did you guys do anything for Easter? Um, Way too much. Yeah, I have about <laughs> like a fucking 50-page album of Vivian meeting Disney princesses at the park. Oh, nice. Yeah, Who? like the my city put on a, a local... Like they call it an egg scramble because they put the eggs in a baseball field and they let all the zero to two year olds run out and uh, just pick them up because they can't obviously look for shit because their little mushy brains can't find stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, we took her out there and she had a bunch of fun and then we just played with her and let her play in her little pool. And uh, yeah, it was really fun. I did the same thing last weekend, dude. The firefighters put something together in Chula Vista, and it was awesome. Like, yeah, same thing. Uh, they had, you know, there's levels to the game. You can't take a single-A kid to a triple-A game. Like, they're going to get run over. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they line them all up, and these little kids, and they're like, you know, they can barely walk, and they're getting their eggs. It was awesome. And then, you know, and then you look at the next field, and they're 10 times faster. They're like, yeah. They're, like, brutal. each other and They're shoot. throwing elbows. It's crazy. Yeah. It's the same candy, folks. We have the same shit at home. <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, in my family, they're putting money in the eggs, and people are fighting. Yeah, like how much money are we talking about? I mean, like one, like so, like a nickel. No, man, dollars. <laughs> we're man. talking. We're talking like Mexican flexing money in the sense of like. Also, oh, everyone's decals. broke. Decals. <laughs> so all the decals. <laughs> All the decals. Oh so my uncles would put like $50 bills, which haven't been in circulation in like 30 years. <laughs> in fucking eggs. The old print? The old print 50? Yeah, the you know, print? like with the really rounded yeah. numbers yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit. That's funny. They would put them in like plastic eggs and just chuck them in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, man. My childhood was fucking thing. crazy, man. <laughs> So, yeah, we are recording this on Easter Sunday here. So happy Easter to everybody. Happy um, Easter. I, I've been all over town. So, I mean, if you don't live in San Diego, this isn't going to make any sense. But I was up in, I went to East County to visit my folks. And I all went right. to Mayor Mesa to visit my girlfriend's folks. And now I'm down in Chula Vista. So I've been yeah. in every corner of San Diego. You today. hit the trifecta, dude. Yeah. It's Whoa. a hat trick. But um, what, what's really interesting, so I'm having, I'm having brunch with my family and... Um, my nephews recently got a PS4, and Ooh. apparently this is how they play games. So they're, four or five? PS4. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They got an older one, but yeah. still, like it's, yeah, it's you know they had a them. Switch, they had a bunch of other systems, but now they got the PS4 and they're playing some Dark Souls game. I I don't think it's Elden Ring, but it's one of them or something. Bloodborne, probably. And they don't play together. It's a single player game, but if one's playing, then they shut the door and the other one can't come in because they're Whoa. worried about spoilers. Oh. And my brother and I are just like, that's so weird. Because How old are they? Uh, one's in high school, one's in eighth grade. Oh, so, so yeah, they've thought this out. Yeah, yeah. So they, they alternate, like they yeah. have turns on the system and like they get the room to themselves and they play games like that. I thought that was so weird because when I was a kid, it's like, you know, you sit right, you right next to yeah, somebody. and like, together. But they're very worried about spoilers, I guess. Or, Interesting. Yeah. So hmm. Do they know. know that their Uncle Bobby is a podcast <laughs> mogul? I'm sure they do not <laughs> care. <laughs> they're like, wait a second. We have a fucking uncle? <laughs> uh, I yeah. thought he was just Bobby. 
It's yep. Fun. And then, uh, Days, you just got back from Vegas. I did. Yeah. Literally today, flew back from Vegas. But I was home for maybe like two hours. I ate and just got my shit together going back from Vegas. What's interesting about that to you is like, first of all, Vegas is relatively new. This is your second visit, right? Well, this was my third time ever going. But okay. But the first time I went was in the summer. I partied at a house for the most part and then went down to the strip for like one day. And uh-huh. that was like the first exposure. Second time was at DLG Con, yeah. which was phenomenal and awesome. Also partying kind of at, at a, house. a house. And this time I wasn't on the strip, but like I was super close to it. Yeah. That like we definitely got to dive in and do way more like Vegasy things this time around. And yeah. it's and this is wild. Like- for Californians, the weekend in Vegas is like a common. Well, the younger you are, the more common it is. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, it just comes up hey, on a Friday afternoon. You just be like, I think we can pull this off. You want it? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. So you, you just, dude, I can it. tell because I'm sitting here just being like, oh my God, I was just in Vegas since yeah. May. And everybody's just like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> great. So it's yeah. like my fourth time this month. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I must like, have been no. there 40 times, 40, 50 times. No, now. it's my third, dude. And, and, and it was cool. I was with Jew for you, who was it? It was his very first time. Oh wow! Which was great because it's like doing the I, Vegas things. Like both of us, like we're doing stuff that we've never experienced yeah. in Vegas. But it's cool when you get to do that with somebody else. You know, sick. So sick. that was a lot of fun. Very and great. Nick, you're making a table. Yes, I am making a hexagon D and D table. I saw that. And so I saw it. The the beginnings of it, dude. You're on the right track. You got the cuts right. That looks good. Yeah, so what I got to do now, I've glued all the boards um, because I'm not making it out of one big piece. I'm making it out of a bunch of little pieces. I've glued all the boards together. I just got to sand the edges. And so it's not an actual table. It's a table topper. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I've seen that for poker where you just put it on top of an existing table, but it's made for the game that you're playing, right? Exactly. And so that's that's what I'm doing. And it's uh, it's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, I've already built one already. Um, it's a it's a rectangular one, but the issue is that um, it, not everyone's equidistant from the center. Yeah. And so when you're playing D and D, there's some people that like they have to go all the way over the the map to reach their mini. Now with a hexagon, and there's uh, five people in my group, it's a lot easier for everybody to reach the middle. And then we have like one empty and room see for the a, dice rolls. For, I guess. Like everybody sees the one dice roll and like. You know, when somebody rolls a 20, everybody sees it and everybody like goes, oh, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, it makes it much more communal, which is cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Good. Good on you. Yeah, I'm super hyped. All right. Pictures are on Discord if you want to check it out. Yes, sir. All right. Let's get into it on the radar. Games that have come to our attention recently. I'll kick it off with Cat Cafe Manager. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go ahead and make a drink right now. And usually I do it later in the in the. But I, yeah, Cat Cafe Manager. I'm I gonna, mean, you I'm knew it was coming, right? There's so many sim <laughs> games out there. It was only a matter of time before someone made a Cat Cafe Manager game. I'm super fascinated by this. <laughs> yeah. So you manage a cat cafe. Uh, apparently you, you pick up strays <laughs> off the street and rehabilitate them and uh, you make a little cat cafe. So it, here's the thing. I know this like started in Japan or something. And then you started seeing it pop up um, in the United States. We actually have a cat cafe in San Diego, but it's more of an adoption shelter. Like you go in, you buy some coffee, you hang out with the cats and 
you try to form, you see which one you like. And as you're interacting with them, you can kind of figure out which one you have a, a good relationship with and that you really connect with. And then you say, okay, I'll take that cat. So it's a really cool way to adopt a cat. Um, but I think a lot of cat cafes are just like, hey, come in, have some coffee, hang out with a bunch of cats. I don't know. There was one uh, also by Detroit, but it was the exact same. It was a kind of a fodder for an adoption. Yeah. And most of the ones that I've seen in different states have been the same thing. They're like, Mm -hmm. you at least have the option to adopt a good chunk of the cats. There might be one or two cats that like the the cafe that's their cat, you know, but for the most part, you can adopt them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've always been kind of hesitant to check out the one that we have here in San Diego because I don't want to just come in and like, like fondle all the cats and be like, all right, see ya, you know? <laughs> Fondle's a weird word, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> second, oh, I, wa- I wanted it to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> Calculated weirdness. As appropriate it. as possible. Yeah. So, I mean, the game looks pretty good. It is uh, on sale, 16 bucks right now, typically 20 It just came out on the 14th. And, I mean, it doesn't – it's not early access or anything. It looks like this was actually a thought-out game and, like, they made a decent sim game, mostly positive reviews. So, yeah, I don't know. might be worth checking out there if you're into cats and uh, sim games. Oh, shit. Chucko just had his day. He just got a fat bone. Congratulations, dude. <laughs> From today's barbecue. <laughs> you can't even believe it, dude. Yeah, I know. I just saw I just saw this look Chuckle. on his face. Ouch. Just saw this look Take on his, his face like out. it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. yeah so uh, cool. Um, what is next? Iron Lung. Amanda, you got a lot of stuff. Oh, chicory. No, don't. I, I'm glad that you brought chicory up because <laughs> I keep forgetting. I, I keep meaning to buy it for Mila. And it just seems like such a cool concept. I brought it up before, but... Yeah, go, go well, I'll, I'll talk about it. Yeah, so Chicory, I mean, I played a little bit of it. It's on my radar, though, because I didn't really play it enough to make it a highlight. But uh, it's cute. It it has a lot of elements that remind me of um, Paper Mario, you know, how it is all that kind of flat paper, whatever design, but just in the way of running and kind of like how cute the story is it's so far it's it's interesting you can walk around and you're trying to find why this event happened where everything loses color like right in the way it's not much of a spoiler because they're yeah they're even showing it right now like they're they're and they're trying to figure out how did everything lose its color and you can walk around and paint things yourself um while you're exploring these worlds and um the art looks like a coloring book Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it looks like a coloring book. It's 20 bucks right now. Um, but yeah, you supposedly like you explore things with the storyline and solve puzzles and you get to draw on all kinds of stuff. And yeah, I've already I found myself just like wasting time sitting there like drawing a really cool design on like some of the buildings and stuff like that. And it's kind of soothing and it's nice. Not going to lie. I do wish so far. I wish the music was a bit better with this kind of an activity it doesn't match the it's very like an, it's very like animal crossing kind of music which necessarily isn't Muzak. bad but it's like you know it could like i think that they really had an opportunity if they would have done like lo-fi mm. for the music you know what i mean or um like more even meditative stuff would be cool too question really what's, soothing. what's the mechanic behind the painting like why would you or is it just 
just for your own? It's partly aesthetics, but they were showing too in one of the images earlier that you were painting this neon glow color around where the mushrooms are, and it was actually lighting up the cavern a bit more. I see. So they've added some mechanics in there that you would need to paint stuff with. And there's things where if you paint... They grow or they change. Oh, yeah, and you can see in that image right there, too, that was just like you had to paint and kind of match that. But cool. this game seems very, like, relaxing in a sense, you know, because you will get definitely sidetracked with just coloring and painting. And would be a re- as relaxed as your voice right now or? <laughs> <laughs> Overwhelmingly positive right now, 1,033 or 1,300 uh, reviews. So, yeah, I think I'm still going to pick it up for Mila. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Mila, thank you to uh, JP Diddy. Sent her his Chromebook that he never uses, and now she has her own computer, and she is stoked. That's awesome. Yeah, she's very happy with it. Speaking yes. of being stoked, uh, one of the sequels to one of the best games of all time has been released, um, and I didn't even hear about it. Uh, that is John Christian 2. <laughs> okay. Um, it came out last week, and it's um, a game about a boy who's given the armor of the Lord. Okay. Ooh. All right. And uh, he has to go around this village spreading the word of the Lord. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that's, that's it. That's really it. There's not much many, there's not many mechanics to this game. She's um, just running around and talking to people. Yeah. It's an asset dump. Yeah. Uh, it's only three ninety nine. Um, it's pretty expensive guy, for, uh, <laughs> for an asset flip. <laughs> It's uh, apparently this guy sold a bunch of copies of the first game and made a second one. And he sold a bunch of copies of this game as well already. Um, This is a pretty well-known like meme game among like streamers and shit. Um, People find a way to like beat this game and like without even actually playing it or like cheating the game where they're flying across the game and like just breaking it in general. Uh. But yeah, uh, I, I had to do something in regards to Easter. Easter. Yeah, <laughs> and this is this is what I what I found. This is a weird one. See, Amanda brings weird stuff that's good. This is weird and <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, so so far, we talked about Cat Cafe Manager, uh, John Christian Two, and Chicory: A Colorful Tale. Not in that order. Um, I have uh, Iron Lung. <clears throat> this is a horror game, uh, or like a really weird uh, uh, story uh, game. It's less than an hour. It's intended to be played in less than an hour. You go to an alien planet and drive a submarine th- in uh, the whole planet's made of blood. So you're in a Whoa. submarine in blood, and um, some crazy uh, spooky shit happens. And I'm not going to play it, but it's over... <laughs> <laughs> it's overwhelmingly po- graphics are rough guys rough like uh half-life one graphics um and uh overwhelmingly positive 1400 reviews um 599 the price point is right for under an hour i, I feel like maybe it could go a little cheaper but either way uh it's doing well i'm glad that um these story-based games are are doing okay but yeah you have your senses are all cut off you have a tiny little window and you more feel when things are around than you see. Hmm. <laughs> this is from the same developer as Dusk and actually several other games that have that retro look to them. Dusk was good. I really liked that one. 
And this is a this fits your schedule, Bobby, in under an hour. Yeah, that <laughs> is true. <laughs> All right. Um, another game I wanted to bring up is Forgive Me, Father. This is a first-person shooter, Lovecraftian retro FPS. So a lot of things lot that of things. I enjoy here. Um, what I thought was cool is that I, I feel like if you ever do a Lovecraftian game, you're going to have a madness mechanic, right? And this game has it. And I'm not sure exactly how it works, but the way they were describing it sounds like if you build up too ma- too much madness, then it affects the game uh, visually and also the things that you can do. And it kind of, in a weird way, reminded me of that game Prey. Not the original one, but the remake, I think, in 2016, where <laughs> you, could, you could upgrade yourself with alien technology, but you were sacrificing your humanity. So it changed the ending that you got, but it also allowed you to get like these kind of superpowers. Um, but yeah, it looks pretty good. The graphics are done in like a comic book style, kind of like, uh, what, what was the one with the detective that I, 13, 13. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of like 13. Um, self-shaded graphics. looks good. Looks yeah. Visually yeah. So looks I, cool. I like it. It looks like, and it's not just a pretty game. It looks like they're doing something interesting with the madness. So it just came out. Uh, just came out April 7th, been out for a little while. Looks like it's selling pretty well. 650 reviews total. Very positive. 88%. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Price point is 20 bucks. Cool. That looks like, yeah. Yeah. Graphics look almost a bit like Darkest Dungeon, but I guess anything Lovecraftian at this point looks like Darkest Dungeon. They kind of like cornered the market, didn't they? Yeah. Lovecraftian video games have to look like this now. Yeah. With the dark Mm -hmm. strokes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's cool, though. Yeah, this definitely looks good. All right. Cool. Um, I have Stacklands. What a weird little game. Um, this is a like small uh, city builder. It's a, uh, a little township that you're you're growing, but it's all done in cards in like a solitaire type view. So uh, what he's showing right here is like when you want to harvest berries, right? You take a villager card and you put it on top of a berry bush. And he starts to accumulate berry cards. Obviously, your people are going to eat those. Um, and, you know, as you do things, you'll get idea cards, which are basically like inventions, right? So you'll get a card that shows you how to make a house. Like one villager will have a, an invention card. So you'll take four wood and one rock. You put them together, add a villager, wait for the timer to run out. You have a house. So now you have houses. And you just go on and on. But, yeah, everything that I'm saying no graphics whatsoever. Uh, literally, it looks like you're playing solitaire. But um, well, even like, the pictures on the cards are pretty rudimentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like, less than zero graphics here. But that's not to say that it's bad. It's actually doing re- really well. I think it's ninety percent, Bobby, or something like that with seven hundred. Um, yeah, ninety-three percent. Um, yeah, I, I like when uh, somebody takes. It's almost like a reduction in cooking. You know, you take what it is, but then you boil it down to its very base level of what it is, and then you add new things that weren't originally there. And that's what this is. It's a city builder on a card game. So, uh, yeah, cool deal. I hope somebody plays and tells me how it is, because I'm not going to. Only five bucks. Only five bucks. How can you do wrong? Yeah, it doesn't look bad at all. Nope. All right. Interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, I have a game that just got released on Game Pass. I downloaded it as well. Oh, nice. It's called The Dungeon of... I'm <laughs> Good about luck. To, I'm about Good to luck. butcher this. Okay, Do it. hold on. Uh, it is The Dungeon of Nahobuk. Yep. Did you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> No, yeah, uh, you know what? Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> but it's important that this is the Amulet of Chaos Chicken Edition. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this is, it's apparently like a wacky, heroic fantasy universe that you go through, but a tactic RPG. Um, it's so far doing pretty decent. It came out September 17, 2020. So this has been out for a while, but I put it on the radar because it's now on Game Pass. And it looks like it could be, I like, they had me at wacky, honestly. That's kind of, so I was like, oh, I'm, I'm interested in this. This could be, this could be a lot of fun. It reminds me and, a little bit of, um, like a critical role where like they're playing, but you know, there's just a goofy people making jokes the whole time. It kind of seemed like that to me. Like the ogre is just like <laughs> this big dumb oaf and stuff. Yeah. It looks good. Looks fun. <laughs> I'm down for some, some good, uh, tactics. Sorry guys. I'm not sick promise (laughs) but yeah otherwise it's 35 dollars on steam but once again you could not pay that and just play it on game pass here's a weird thing more things are going off of my wish list not because i'm buying them but because they're going free on game pass Mm -hmm. yeah that's not a bad problem (laughs) that's the best problem i've ever had yeah yeah uh what, what you got nick anything else no that was it i got nothing else man all right I guess that means it's time to talk about the games that we have been playing. Myth Force. What about Myth Force? Oh, yeah. Ooh, I almost forgot. This is the best one. This is the best one, guys. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, no, it's no Cat Cafe manager. Guys, check so, it out. The best hey, man, one. don't you knock out Cat Cafe, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Myth oh, Force. So Myth Force is a game that's coming out, I think, on Wednesday in early access on Epic. And it's going to stay in early access for, they, they're guessing, about a year here. But it is like um, Gunfire Reborn. You've got a four-player co-op where you're going through levels, but it's done in the style of 80s cartoons. And you have your typical classes. you got like a mage, a rogue, uh, archer, and a, like a knight or something. And it's melee combat, but with uh, spell casting as well. And the graphics, like I said, are done. And like, they're really doubling down on the, the 80s cartoon look here. Um, we're talking really, like Thundercats, G.I. Joe. Yeah, yeah. I I really don't think the screenshots sell it, so I'm going to look on YouTube and see if I can find a video of it. But it looked really good in everything that I saw. Like, you, you kind of had me at Gunfire Reborn, but with um, uh, in a fantasy setting and 80s cartoons. How uh, cool you know is I this love art style? Very reminiscent of oh, the God, 80s. Look good. Oh, it looks nice. Yeah, like that once you great. see it in motion, the screenshots do not do it justice. Yeah, it not really, at all. Really does look incredible here as this we're watching cool. it. But yeah, God, I would love to check out this game. Um, I don't know what the price point is going to be on Epic. I don't know if they have one yet, but we will know soon. Now, Bobby, you rather be you rather get in early and watch the development, or you rather wait till it's all done and play the final? You know, I'm not a stickler on waiting until the final product. Um, so I don't know. Either way, I I also will hardly ever, like, pretty much never pre-purchase anything or jump on too early either. But 
this is definitely yeah. I got all the stuff this week. This is the one where I was like, whoa, this is this, yeah, this looks, looks like looks it could awesome, be really good. dude. This looks really like, good. Okay, there's games that look like cartoons, right? But the mm-hmm. games that look like cartoons when we grow up, that's rare. Well, it's yeah. more rare. Um, <laughs> Things that are relevant to me. Yeah. Uh Bobby, did you ever watch did you ever watch Pirates of Dark Water? Oh yeah. Pirates yeah, of Dark dude. Water with that blonde guy. Yeah, that was that, my shit, man. And then there was like the uh dark skin skin guy with the the hair, and then of course, there's probably like some like pet dragon or sidekick or something. There, was, there has to be, yeah, there always is in those cartoons, yeah. And then the, the water would get dark, yeah. That you know, that show didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but uh, yeah, certainly did watch that. Cool, um, dude. All right, yeah, that, that was maybe something I could play off of your no, that's fucking epic, god damn it. Yeah, it's a bummer that it's going to be on Epic. And I don't know how long it's going to be on there, but I'm assuming if they're saying early access is going to be about a year, then it, that's probably how long it's going to be on on, Ep- on Epic. I'll throw one more on the radar before we uh, we wrap up. Uh, this reminded me of it. Um, uh, John and I actually played some games to get together for the first time in like six weeks or something like that. And... Uh, I already talked about Tiny Tina's, and he had he had already bought it, so I bought it last night. But by the time I downloaded it, we you know we were out of game time, so um, I have that. So I probably going to play it this week. So that'll probably be on my highlights next week, hopefully. Um, but yeah, Tiny Tina's Dungeon of Terror. I, I don't know. I get confused between the DLC. Yeah, and that the, subtitle. Forgot yeah, about. There's two two, two different versions. All right. Okay, well, I've only got one thing that I actually played this week, and I played a lot of it, but I'll save that till later. Why doesn't someone else go first here? Uh, um, go ahead. I actually have something, but um, I only have you, one. No, you go ahead. No, I only have one. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, so I started playing squad again, um, and I realized, um, as someone who's taught about five different people to play squad, this shit's hard to teach people to play. This has to be one of the highest learning curve games, like, to just pick up and play. Because, like, my friend, he's, like, a big Battlefield player. And ever since Battlefield 2042 dropped, and he's like, this is the worst shit in the world. He's like, I got to find something else. And so he found Tarkov, and he's tired of that. And he's like, I want to play Squad, so show me how to play Squad. And we played for, like, seven hours total. And he's still like, I have no idea what I'm doing, dude. Yeah. He's like, this this game is so complicated. He's like, I get killed all the time without knowing where I'm getting shot from. And I never kill anybody. And he's normally really good at video games. And so I don't know if I'm a shitty teacher now or this game's changed a lot or, or what's going on. But it's not just yeah. that too, dude. It's like. Sometimes when somebody learns one thing so much that they can't switch to the other thing. Like um, a lot of skiers will say they have a harder time uh, snowboarding than somebody who's never skied because they're used to skiing on skis, you know? So he's probably used to this other like gameplay. So it's harder for him to learn because he was actually good at something else than to have somebody green come in and which is a fresh, fresh blank. What do you call it? A blank sheet? What is that term? Blank slate. Blank slate. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, it could yeah, be that, that. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. And for those who don't know that what squad is, uh, squad is a milsim um, uh, shooter, and it's like a it's like forty five versus forty five or something like that. 
Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty large scale and, uh, a lot of people either play it very seriously or very silly and not many people play on the silly servers. Uh, so it, it does have a very long, uh, like or hard, uh, learning curve. Um, for those who do know about squad and haven't played in a while, Australia just got added to the game and, uh, it's essentially spicier Britain. So yeah, (laughs) we just added a continent. That's a, that's a nice update. I mean, is that a map? I mean, like a faction. No, 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 no. no. It's a faction. Oh, okay. So the, the game is very accurate about weapons and vehicles. So, they, so they ride kind kangaroos. Of a, so what you're saying? Huh? So they ride kangaroos? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Uh, they also cuss a lot, too. So, uh, yeah. That checks um, out. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it it's also a touchy subject about the game too because like I, I even said it when I was playing I'm like I kind of feel weird shooting an N law at a Russian tank right now, um but yeah whatever whatever um <laughs> they uh, don't, don't as the Australians are added the video, all man. their military vehicles and all their weapons are added to the game as well so yeah, yeah. that's probably what takes so long to add a faction right is like you have to get all their shit right. Yeah, and they try to get it as accurately as possible, like what kind of ammo, ammo they use, like what kind of like all their vehicles, like specifics, like how pennant, like how deep is their armor, and they have to program all that. Like, the, I think the next country to be added is China. Dude, who went so. to jail? I think it was the Arma Three guys. They were over in Greece, like scanning topography to get it accurate, and they got arrested for being spies. And it took over a year for their fucking development team to get them out of there. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, that crazy. would suck so hard. It would suck so hard. Yeah, that's shitty. A crazy, a greasy fucking jail in Greece. All right. I remember there was a there was a drama there was drama with SOCOM like the 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 last SOCOM that they ever released, yeah. where the gunshot the gunshot sounds were so realistic that it was giving people like activating their PTSD, mm. and it was really really bad. So when you say activating, it sounds like a good thing. I activated my superpower, but no, no, no. I mean, it's, 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 it's nightmares. It's not, yeah, it's a bad thing. I got. I have a coworker that's pretty bad, and dude, just having a conversation with the guy, you could just tell. It's just like, whoa, this guy's half in the war, man. It's crazy. Oh, okay. Let's talk about smiler, smilier stuff. What do you got, Amanda? Uh, I've only got one thing. I know I have a lot written down, but it's so that way I don't forget <laughs> what I played. Uh, I, yeah, because I went to Vegas this weekend, and so I wanted to go visit the Meow Wolf Omega Mart thing because we, you guys did that uh, for DLG Con, yeah. and I did not because I hurt my foot. And so um, there's this really cool area in Vegas called Area 15, and it's where Meow Wolf is, but they have like a really cool bar there. There's a whole bunch of different immersive, like interactive art shows that I think are separate tickets for things. Um, but this Omega Mart, this Meow Wolf thing is just incredible. You like walk into a superstore or a supermarket or whatever, and they have everything kind of changed like a little differently. Like instead of you being able to buy a dozen of oranges, they cut the oranges and they're like, you can buy orange mitosis. Yeah. <laughs> like just silly it's alter- stuff it's an alternate dimension mm-hmm. of grocery store absolutely right? yeah not too far off 
but like weird, weird enough for you to be like, this is all so strange. Yeah, definitely weird enough for it to be like, this is super strange, but it worked. Like they had a Y2K series that was a uh, contingency sauce where it was just like the old mouse from the 90s dipped in cheese. <laughs> like it's so goofy, but it's incredible because there's all these different spots where you can go through the store into like a, a totally different world. And there's even puzzles and things there that you can do, like uh, calling on the phone number or on the phone and like listening into what they're saying. Like there's there's all these little, I don't know, gems inside of this place that is like some stuff for you to explore. Um, and it's just it's a mind fuck. It was awesome. It's such a cool thing. But I figured out that that phone calls the break room. I don't know if you found the break room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I called the break room and somebody picked up and I was like, did you find it? And he's like, what? I was like, the microfilm. And he's like, he's asking me about the microfilm. And then I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Though. There's like all these amazing trolley moments and that's stuff thing, like, like that to get That's in. how they can, like if you're a local or whatever, you could actually come back to this place a lot and try to figure out the mystery. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't even know what the question is. But like if you go enough, you probably figure out what the question is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's freaking cool. awesome. Very cool. It's, it's very, very cool. There's there's three of them that they have. There's a Denver. There's a Santa Fe. It looks like Santa Fe is the original one because it opened in 2016, whereas Denver and Vegas both uh, opened, I don't know, I think they said like 2019 or 2020 or something. But yeah, they're really cool places. Um, but I mean, the things that I actually played, though, is in that, like I said, that same building, they have a barcade. And so I played some good old arcade games. Um, I feel like around when we did the DLG Con episode in Vegas, like I feel like we did talk about this one. But I'm going I'm to talk about it again because it deserves it, dude. There's a game called Bishy Bashy. It is stupid. And I <laughs> love that. I love it for it. It is a classic like Mario Party kind of just remake in a sense. But... Just goofier. And so you have a blue button, a red button, and then a green button. And this green button you can spin, but the blue and red you have to hit. And so they have a mix of all these different games that you could play. Um, A lot of them are button mashing based, but some of them are kind of interesting. Like one of them is you're a dung beetle and you're pushing like shit up a hill and you're racing everybody to be the dung beetle with the biggest shit at the top of the hill. And the way that you do that is by just rolling around using the green button just to spin it and roll it around. But you have to keep spinning it in like a circular and a rhythm to gain momentum in the game. So there's little things or like the one that's showing right now is a dude's fighting a guy. And obviously you hit the button based on the guy's color that he's wearing. So like, like yeah. Game. Yep, uh, it's a little bit of rhythm game, but it's a whole mix. And the way they do it is it's like, it, um, you know, I felt like you, I feel like it wasn't a quarter, what do they call it, a quarter muncher or something? Like, yeah, yeah. like it, it, this game was not like that. Like every time that you, they kind of ranked you in with like a different group of people that were scoring the same. And you had to get in the top three out of that ranking system against other people that have played the game. So wait, are you playing live against other people? Are not on that cabinet. So like you're playing live with people that you're physically with, and there's right. four people, right? Yeah. But 
when you finish it, the score has to be in the top three out of all these other people that have been put into your rank based on their oh, gameplay. I see. And oh. and yeah, and so like it's it ends up being a lot more kind of fair actually. Oh, and so, so you're, play, you're not playing it. You're not you're playing against the history of players and not just the people next to you. Exactly, you're competing together oh, against. Okay. History, I guess. Yeah. In a sense, you yeah. have your own. So it's almost like you're being judged like individually yeah. and as a group, yeah. both of them, because Which makes it more fun for everybody. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's very fun. And like you really do beat the game. So like uh, that's cool and that's fun. But it's just hilarious. Yeah. Like they've got the goofiest games, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> you have to button mash the red and blue to get the, the bride to run with a pie. And then you have to hold down the green button and then spin it to get the angle that you want for launching a pie and hitting somebody in the pew. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so great. Like, it's one of my favorite arcade games. And it's a newish one. So it's very fun. That, that was good. But they had a lot of the good, great classics there like the teenage mutant ninja turtles and like i played a little bit of that um i would say that a lot of the arcade games that were there in vegas are so well maintained like yeah, the lot definitely. they're so old like oh, i yeah. played mortal Kombat and rampage and the machines were solid with that i was so happy to play rampage though i played that game so fucking much and then i just naturally got ralph i didn't even pick it i was like fuck yeah i love i love playing ralph dude i love being the werewolf i got it I got to think it's like a dying, it's definitely a dying skill to be able to repair these things, right? There, oh, there yeah. you probably used to be tens of thousands of repairmen. Now there's like seven guys. And if, oh, you, have yeah. one, no, if you have one definitely. in your town, then all power to you. But yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember a arcade game where it was like literally you were in a tank and then you played with all the other tanks that were connected in the arcade? And like when you, I went, I used to go to Vegas and like, like Tahoe with my parents and they would just be like, here's 20 bucks, go to the arcade yeah, and don't talk thing. to us until like four in the morning. Yeah. Um, and dude, there would be like legit, like I remember being a kid and that was multiplayer. <laughs> like that was Counter-Strike before anything else. Cause it was like six versus six and you were in an arcade game and you were a fucking tank. Yep, never played awesome. it. I never played you it. Find that it dude. Crazy. You should find yeah. it. You should find it. Post it. I'll, f- I'll find it right now. I'll tell you Good what luck. Do Tank it. game arcade. Good luck. Yeah, best of luck. But I was going to say, the only other games I played in Vegas, I did play some of the slots. I won $180 off of penny slots, which yeah. that was kind of fun. Hey, yeah. yeah. It would have been 200 but as soon as I started losing 20 I was like, nope, you know what? I'm taking the sign. I'm cashing yeah. out, did dude. You, did you make a profit this trip? Uh, not overall, no. Yeah. But I didn't lose a lot either, actually. And That's I got great. to have some like amazing steak and food. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good fucking weekend. Did you hit a um, buffet? No, I can't eat that much anymore, man. Oh. I just can't. I have like three bites. I'm like, ah, I'm full. Um, I played <laughs> something I thought I'd never play. And if I did play it, I didn't think I was going to enjoy, but I did. Um, I played uh, Flight Simulator Simulator 2020. Um, I downloaded it because my uh, brother-in-law is a pilot, and he's always talking about it, how he would love to play it, but he doesn't want to buy a rig just so he can run it because it is, you know, it takes a lot of horsepower to run this thing. Um, if somehow you lived on the rock and don't know what it is, uh, they it's a flight simulator, duh. Uh, it's Microsoft. They've been doing it for years. Uh, but they have... Um, basically taking Google map data and put it into the game. 
And so they put it into the game and you could fly around the entire world. I flew over this house that we're in right now. And uh, little tiny details as little as a block away from here, there, we, there we have a fake building that's only three stories high and it's really tiny. It's for firefighters to put out. They practice on it. That thing was in there. I was kind of blown away that that's like tiny. T- it's smaller than a house. It's, is there me? But, you know, it comes from uh, Google data. So it's all there. Um, there are updates like San Francisco, right? So that's in the game. But obviously the game, San Francisco is already in there. But there's like a high texture, high detail pack that you could either get for free or pay. There's a, there's definitely like things you could pay for in here. There's a lot of um, microtransactions, but nothing like never was I bothered. Like you definitely have to go to the let's get some DLC page. Like I wasn't bothered at all. And um, so I thought, you know, how boring is flying? It's going to be the most boring thing because I, I equate it to flying in other games where just like you point a direction, you get there and you can go down. But um, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to flying. <laughs> you know, flying a Cessna and and my friend, I mean, my brother-in-law tells me straight up that, like, this is exactly what it's like. This is exactly it. And he's, like, down to the little switches. Everything's in the right place. He's, like, this is exactly a Cessna. And they're, they're telling you all the right things. I feel like I could kind of fly a Cessna right now. I, I really do. <laughs> After four hours of fucking flight simulator. Um, so the game game, there's not a lot of game, right? Half the game is just doing whatever you want. You can go into free mode. Anytime you want and just start playing. But uh, the game game is like uh, going through the training, like uh, doing the tutorial, which is really fun and really rewarding. It's a 10,000 point scoring system. So um, Whoa. so you're like, if you go in like taking off, um, I, you know, I'd score 8,200. Like, how can I make that better? There's a lot of room is what I'm saying for like, marginal increases you know so sometimes i wasn't happy with my c rating so i would go and do it again i was having a great time another thing it's so goddamn realistic it's beautiful Uh, it's beautiful it's beautiful um that i've been playing games for over 30 years and um i've never gotten motion sickness ever once and i was getting nauseous because i don't know how to fly a plane and i (laughs) and i did it to the tutorial and i went straight into free free flight and i was like just like (laughs) just like a fucking uh any tropey movie of some guy grabbing the controls and just just like loop the loops and shit and i'm like oh oh, i don't feel so good all of a sudden (laughs) thank god i can push escape and the other thing too is like Incremental little tiny movements uh, have a huge effect on everything the plane's doing, right? So, I mean, tiny. Like, it's just like barely pull back a little bit, and that's going to – pulling back, changing your attitude, it's called, will change – has a bunch of adverse effects so or positive effects depending on what you're trying to do. You pull back on the stick. You're not just angling up. You're also slowing the plane down. You're also not getting as much out of the throttle that you would. So you might have to adjust the throttle if you're going to keep that attitude. It's all, it's like. Do you mean, isn't it altitude? No, it's attitude. Attitude it's, is the way that the the nose is it's pointing. The, it's the angle of the nose. Yeah. Of the nose, yeah. That's uh-huh. your attitude. 
<coughs> I'm learning spice, all this too. It's a spicy plane. <laughs> <laughs> She's got an attitude. You, you don't want you don't want to see it on a Sunday morning. Uh, it's got tons Put of that attitude. Nose right up. Yeah. Um, but somehow, just fun, just fun, and rewarding, relaxing. And re- yeah. No. No, not, not for, at all. I mean, it, oh. like when I went to the free play. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. I went to Bora Bora in a fucking uh, seaplane. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> so beautiful. He, he hit escape and went, I went there. <laughs> yeah. I was in Bora Bora. Bora. <laughs> you, went to, you went to Vegas? I was at Bora Bora. It, it's so gorgeous. Yeah, that part was super relaxing. But when I'm, tr- when I'm like, you know, the fucking the flight instructor old lady sitting right next to me and she's like, you could have done better. I'm like, you fucking cunt. Yeah, I'll do better. And I hit escape, go again and do it again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I had fun. The game is a tutorial. After that, there's something called um, uh, like things to do. I forget what it's called. It's like activities. There we go. Activities. And I haven't gone there yet. I want to finish my training first. And I just finished my first solo flight where you like take off, you do a big circle around the town and come down. Yeah, I'm having a really good time with it. It's uh, it's it's uh, interesting. And by the way, my 3080 kind of struggling. Yeah, yeah, it struggles on this. So uh, I think it would like for a monster rig, I think you'll get something that looks a little like closer to these screenshots. Um, but yeah, uh, surprise hit out of nowhere, you know. And free. It's been on Game Pass since day one, since they launched Game Pass. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, monster download, by the way. Um, Of course. I think you download the game, it's like 60 gigs, and then the first update's 130 gigs. So almost 200 gigs. Yeah. Just to start playing, almost 200 gigs. Jeez. Yeah. Well, it is, you know, the The world. world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have yeah. a I have a buddy who's spent I think over three hundred and like eighty dollars on his rig, and he talks about like the communities he's in for this game, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, that's like nothing." He's like, "That's buying like the Mad Cats controller mm-hmm. of fucking like <laughs> flight simulator rigs." Yeah, they, yeah. You, you can go as far as you want on this. Um, I never saw the appeal from the outside. It's one of those things, and then until you try it, and dude, I've skydived and didn't say the same thing about it. Like I skydived and I was like, all right, I take it or leave it. Some people dedicate their lives to it. Flight simulator is a little better than skydiving. There you go. Officially, <laughs> I think. And safer. Yeah. Oh, last thing. You see, you know, you know how most games you like level up your account the more you play. XP, right? <laughs> to get to level two, you have to put in 50 hours of flight. Wow. That's for level two, guys. I don't know what the next step after that is. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some guy. So if you beat the game, do you become a pilot? <laughs> you, <laughs> well, according you to Emilio, it's four hours. Pilot's yeah. License. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm ready. He's ready. I'm ready. Uh, all right. Anyway, strong, strong recommendation. Nice. Right. That's pretty awesome, man. So, mm. VR support. Oh, VR. Oh, it feels like you need VR support for a game like this. Yeah. yeah. I just remember playing, too, the, like the older flight simulators with a joystick. Mm-hmm. That was always so wonderful and mm-hmm. fun. But now it actually looks like it really looks like. Yeah. It's better now. Um, who played the game of the week? I'm ready to go, but I can wait if you guys want to wait. I didn't play can it just yet. Wait. Can we play another game of the week, please? Sure. It's a true game of the weeks, folks. 
True game of the weeks. Yeah. Uh, just a hot take or a tip. I put it in the thing, but it it plays like over and over. I'll keep saying this. It plays like a turn-based or it looks like a turn-based tactical game, but it plays like an action game. I found, weirdly, because I was like, my character has action points. I must be playing this wrong because I was playing in real time. You can go into the options, go into the the settings for the controls, and I saw a button for uh, tactical, kind of basically the what, um, what's it called in hot, VATS? VATS. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. yeah VATS. So basically going into VATS mode um, in this game. But it's not assigned by default onto a key. And I was like, maybe I, I've never been in the option before, but maybe I remapped it. So I hit default keys. Yeah, not mapped. So it's hmm. something you have to go and like add to the game. And I think it's uh, it adds to the game because this game has, if it's anything, I feel like they threw, they threw everything and the kitchen sink at the wall and set what would stick. So it has a little too much. But that really makes it slow it down. And so you could actually use all these other things that you have, not just shoot everything in the head. And this is, once again, Weird West. Weird West. Because we did not mention that. Yeah, yeah. So Game of the Week is still going to be Weird West. Yeah. But more on that later. Uh, not from the sky, but the opposite and going underground. Bobby, what's this uh, Tunnels of Terror about? <laughs> Tunnels of Terror is the new DLC for Back for Blood. And I played a bunch of it this week. Uh so they have this new DLC that came out. It's available if you got the deluxe version. A lot of people are really upset about it because they bought the DLC for 40 bucks when it was first announced and now that they've actually released content for it. So if you buy the if you buy the like the deluxe edition, you get the next 3 DLCs right. for free. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people did that back in the day, but now uh, and they didn't release any content until right now and then they cut the price down to 23.99. So it's oh, like, yeah. So like everyone who bought it initially just kind of got screwed out of like, mm. I don't know, 17, 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. So they're not super happy about it. I feel like so many things like that have gone wrong for Back for Blood. Like they've just had a, a really sloppy way of monetizing, releasing this game. And yet the game itself is really good. It's in a great spot right now with this new update. Dude, this is terrifying. Yeah, it's first of all, the game seems so much darker, and especially in the once you go into the tunnels, it's all very dark, and you can't turn on a flashlight. I'm like hitting F, like I'm gonna throw a flare in Deep Rock Galactic, um, but eventually I figured out that's not gonna happen. Uh, your character will like automatically turn on a flashlight if it gets too dark, but you can't really control it. Um, anyway, they added two new characters, they added some guns, they gave, they created more ways for you to remove attachments for your guns. I still think it's convoluted. Just let people remove attachments whenever they want. It would make the game so much better. Um, and then they added not really a new map or levels. They added these things called tunnels, which if you have the DLC... And keep in mind, any uh, the host of the game needs to have a DLC. If the host of the game has a DLC, then while you're playing, you could run into this like purple patch on the map. And if everybody stands on it, you go into the tunnel. It's like an alternate route. Yeah, yeah. And then if you go in there, you automatically beat the level that you're on. And then you kind of go on this little side mission into the, the uh, tunnel. And you could go into a second tunnel in there sometimes if you get lucky what's the benefit of going in just because it's new you get really good guns down there um and if you get into the second tunnel uh 
you get all sorts of stuff. I'm talking like you get extra cards, first of all. So that's oh, one wow. thing I really liked. It, when the game first came out, it felt like they were being really stingy with the cards, with the attachments. It's like, you know, they, they really opened it up now to where like I'm getting every card in my deck pretty early in the game. And that's way better because a lot of games do this. They, they create this progression system. And then by the time you reach the top of it and you get everything, the game's over. You don't get a chance to really run around and be like the ultimate badass and like mow everything down with this super cool, uh, uh, kit that you've created. Right. Um, but now it feels like at least in back for blood, you can, you can do this. You can build your deck out super early and just become, I, I had some runs that were just absolutely insane. Like I, we were just murdering and I've been playing on like nightmare mode too. Can you explain your deck a little bit? Like what your strategy is? I'm still is? doing the rifle deck. So I do one where I remove the aim down sights and yet I, but I increase the accuracy so much that I basically just have like my crosshairs are like so tight. I just point and shoot and like I, there's no recoil, nothing. So I can basically just run around and shoot things like it's a first person shooter from without, 1995. Without giving speed up because you don't have to go into aim down sights, which just slows you up. Right? Yeah. I don't have to do the aim down sights and my accuracy is so high that it doesn't really matter. I right. wouldn't need to do it anyway. So, I mean, and I'm working on a medic deck as well. Um, they fixed the, the little screecher guys too. So they used to be impossible. Like if you hit them, they start screaming and a horde comes. Now you can actually kill them before they, they mm. do that. There was a way to do it before, but it was super hard. But I, I just oh. really like what they've done with this because I don't have the DLC but I play quick play and everybody else has it. So I'm still able to do, uh, I'm still able to experience all the content except for the two new characters. Now, if you join, if you hop into a game, you get a random character, like who's ever there. So sometimes like I'll get one of the new characters, but um, I can't, I, I can't actually select them when it comes to my time to actually pick a character. So I haven't checked them out yet. They've got some interesting mechanics, but the tunnels of terror thing has just added so much to the game. It creates the runs it makes the runs longer. I had some just super, I'm talking like four or five hours, Jeez. some, some runs that were that long. My hands were getting so sore, but it was such a good run. I was getting so many of the, uh, the supply points and like, we were just, um, you know, I've been playing on harder difficulties. So I'm, I'm playing with people who are a lot more skilled at the game. And course, you got to play so slower, obviously when you're super playing. slow and yeah. you got to be really careful about friendly fire. Real, really careful. I mean, there's a card you can get where if you duck, you don't give or receive friendly fire. And I, I feel like I kind of need to do that because it's, even if you're really careful, like someone makes one wrong, wrong move, they cross while you're shooting at something and they just get hit. You can just down them like that. Mm -hmm. Like they're just yeah. gone. So yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm probably going to move that up further in my deck. How much is the DLC? Uh, the DLC, here's the thing on steam. They aren't really clear because you can buy the deluxe edition for 45 bucks. It's on sale right now, but there's no upgrade. There's no option to just like, Hey, here's 15 bucks and you get the DLC. Oh, right. Cause you already own it. Yeah, exactly. I don't see any option on. St oh, wait, here it is. The annual pass. I'm sorry. Yeah. 23.99. Okay. That seems worth it. That's for the next three updates, or you can just buy the Tunnels of Terror for fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good deal, and I feel bad for the people who paid forty bucks for it, and then waited for like no content, and then when the content did come out, it's now like almost half the price. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's probably worth it. 
Yeah. Uh, but even if if you don't get it, you can still enjoy this. Like the best part is the tunnels. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and you can get access to like the guns and the, the cards and stuff as well too. And they've got a ton more new cosmetics and you know, all the stuff you'd usually expect. And the difficulty, like they really, that was a big problem when I first started playing this game. The difficulty just was not... It, it went from too easy to impossible, and now yeah. it's it's just right. So Great, yeah, man. really enjoying this game, having a good time. It's just um, it's kind of tough because like if you get if you get into a good run and things are going well, you're gonna be there for a while. So you know, it's and if you drop out, are you totally fucking everybody up, or how's the AI at those levels? Um, I mean, the AI is not bad, and somebody will probably eventually join. Now, if you're in a tunnel. You nobody can join the game while you're in a tunnel. What the fuck? Why yeah, they not? block that out. Uh, there's probably a way to cheat the system there, and yeah. And the thing about the like tunnels too, stuff. there's you go down there and you collect these things called skulls, and you can spend those on like really cool cosmetics. But there's many points throughout the tunnel where you can bail out. Like if you're not doing too well, you can take one of the early exits and just get out of there. So it's um, yeah. I just think they made a lot of the right decisions with with this DLC. Uh, who knows how long it's going to be till we see another one, but, um, I'm really enjoying it. It's just, uh, it's just tough because what's happened is I've had these really good runs and I'm like, I can't, I can't bail on this run. And like one night I was up to like, like midnight. I, I think I started playing at like seven and then like it was finally at midnight and somebody threw the run too, because he, um, just wanted to end it. No, he opened a door early. And that's the problem. When you're playing a game for that long, I've had this happen to me before where I start getting sloppy. Mm-hmm. Like after I, this happens in Deep Rock all the time, I get impatient. I start rushing things. I just, I just get sloppy in my yeah. gameplay. And uh, we had one guy on the team. Like I was playing with this team that it was just like, if, if I'm going to beat this on Nightmare, it's going to happen with this team. And mm-hmm. we got up until like almost the last level. And, um, Definitely the weakest link, the guy who was just like <laughs> kind of uh, not as good as the other ones. He opened a door and um, started started an event. And one of those like guys that come out and like puke all over everybody came out, blew up on all of us. It was just game over, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that, like an instant. Just we were doing so well. And I'm talking like a five hour run here all the way through every every act nightmare level we're almost at the end and it just it's gone in a second man are you making new steam friends bobby you know that's funny that you should mention that because you should have friended all three of them or no, except for the, the guy who thing. threw the run uh friended yeah yeah, yeah of course <laughs> yes of course. of course he's like you're really good man we should play together yeah but you should have friended those other two. Oh people. no they didn't like me i team killed one dude like, uh, um, like a couple times and he uh was vo- vocal about it on comps and i was like i was were, like this were you a bitch or a whore we're both <laughs> It's funny when people kind of like, and they don't shit talk to you, like come at you directly. They're always like very passive aggressive, like, you know, like, well, that's how you throw a run is what he said right before he logged off. I'm just like, all right, dude, (laughs) whatever. But yeah, uh, they wouldn't have accepted my friend request. But (laughs) as as I've been playing this game, I've been getting friend requests and that never happens. The only time that's ever really happened is when I played Left 4 Dead. Like I'd play runs, I'd have a good a good run with someone and I'd get a friend request. Now it's like the only people on my friends list are the people I already know through discord or whatever. Like I never yeah, play right, a right, game right. and make a right. friend that only happens with back for blood and left for dead. 
So, fuck yeah. You know, I commend that. I, I commend them for uh, at least doing that. Again, that brings people together. But uh, by the annual pass, Bobby, you love this game. You gave it game of the year. It, I gave it, it the yeah, but game of the year because what else did I really play that came out that sure. year? I don't play a lot of uh, those games. Either way, yeah. No, I do. I do really enjoy this game. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. Oh yeah. shit! What the fuck is that? Is there giant monsters Whoa. or is that just... Oh, my God. They're, I don't know if they added this recently, but there was this boss fight that was just incredible. Like, I've played it before. There's mosquitoes everywhere. Have you noticed? Oh, is that what's buzzing around here? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, mosquitoes in the studio. Yeah. But there's a boss fight oh, with yeah, this giant terrifying. lizard creature that is, like, crawling along this underground tunnel, and you have to keep up with it while killing the zombies and then shoot, like, the, uh, like, different parts of them to damage him. It was a really like interesting type of boss fight, and it comes after another event that you do. But yeah, there's some there's some really cool stuff in here. And if you play on the right difficulty, like I play on Nightmare, and yeah, I, I have to go through a few games before I get a team that like has some potential. But once you do, it just it becomes like an art form, man. Mm. Like I'm telling you, we were just like a like a machine, especially once we got our decks going. It was it was pretty cool. You should like. Hit the record button once something like that starts, Bobby. Seriously, like I'd be interested in watching a run like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, and it, I think it'd be an interesting game to stream too. It's just it requires some concentration. So that's what I'm saying. Much. Maybe just record it and make a video out of it. Yeah, of a good run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> cool. Sounds yeah. Like, uh, so I spent all my time playing that game, man. Like I couldn't put it down. Fuck yeah! Good nice. shit. I, th- I feel like you're gonna play next week too. The way it sounds. Yeah. Um, that's it for uh, Radar and Highlights. Well, didn't Nick talk about Mount Oh, Mountain Blade? Yeah. Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's them. He's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'll go through everything real quick. Nick played uh, Squad, Mountain Blade, Bannerlord 2. Uh, Days went to an arcade in Vegas and played Bishy Bashy. Bobby played uh, Back... For Blood, Tunnels of Terror. I played Flight Simulator 2020. And nobody played our Game of the Weeks, which was uh, Weird West. But hopefully more on that next week. Yeah. I, f- I feel like, yeah, we, the first week is just a throwaway. Nobody plays it. And then we kind of <laughs> play it the second week. Then we get down to business. Yeah. Uh, thank you to SMI Jeff for subscribing 26 months. He says, 26 months, that's longer than most of my relationships. Hey. <laughs> Whoa. That's because this sexier. is the best relationship. It yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we actually have no listener questions this week. What? That's pretty wild, oh, wow. huh? Yeah. So it's been a slow week for our listeners as well. Um, but I do want to say big thank you to The Lotion. Bought me Sea of Thieves on Steam. So oh, wow. that immediately got installed. And I will probably be playing that this week. So... I'll post something in the Discord, see if we can get the Friday crew together and play some Sea of Thieves. So many people got that on our Discord and are always down to play. So, And it's cross-platform, right? right? Yep. It's cross-platform, and I am told, I am assured that my data from Game Pass will transfer over to my Steam account. I really hope it does, dude. It better. Wow, you got some good shit on there? Uh, on Sea of Thieves, yeah. I've, yeah. I put in some time on that game. Nice. So. It would be very nice. I mean, Back for Blood, like, honestly, by now, I am uh, further than I was on my Game Pass account. So the fact that that stuff didn't transfer over, not too worried about it. Uh, but Sea of Thieves, I would very much like to see my all my snazzy uh, cosmetics. I was, uh, on the Sea of Thieves subreddit, 
um, I saw this video, man. It was crazy. This guy uh, just, he set up the power. He snuck upon these guys' ships while they were hanging out, like two two galleons. Uh, I guess they must have been friends. They're just hanging out. This guy sneaks aboard and just play, places the powder kegs perfectly, mm. lights them, jumps off, and two galleons just go. It was like 4th of July. And, uh, yeah, him and his crew got all their shit from, like, a little tiny boat. Like, if you get somebody unawares, man, you can get mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's oh, awesome. yeah. No, the, the, the main thing about that game is just the element of surprise. Like, you just – any kind of, advan- any kind of like, stealth in that game that can be done well is just the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you fly that one flag, then you kind of put yourself more at risk right i can't remember which one that that's called but there's a flag you can tr- you can fly and you get big rewards but other people can see you on the map and you're a potential it's like the target. pvp flag yeah like yeah, come out bro kind of situation yeah yeah kind of like that that's interesting yeah and um, i've done it a, a few times with people who know what they're doing and yeah you have to play very cautiously when you're doing that all right so what are you guys playing um, hopefully some tiny Tina's I'm going to play with or without John. Like if I wait for John, this is just not going to happen for a month. So mm-hmm. I bought it. So might as well play it, get my $60 worth. Um, uh, yeah, that, and maybe some more flight simulator. I want to get through the whole tutorial. What do I got next? Oh, I have visual flight. Um, uh, whatever it's called, like basically flying off of what you can see out of the window. And then after that, I need to learn how to fly by instrumentation only because obviously clouds, fog, stuff like that. So I'm learning those two mm. things next. I was talking to a pilot today, and we're going back and forth like he knows what I'm talking about. It was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'll probably be playing some Weird West and I don't know, maybe some VR. I wish I had a better hardware to check out the Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator in VR, but I, I don't Did you buy the rig? No. Yeah. Uh no, we'll get into that later. But like, yeah, it's uh, I don't. You want one hundred eighty dollars? <laughs> I'm balling now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got I got my family coming in this week though too, mm. so it might be also kind of another slow week for me with video games. But I'm gonna try and get some gaming in. Bobby, how's the how's your performance on back? But no problems at all. No, although it does blue screen when I run my. VM in the background, I've noticed. So I can't do that. Mm. So, but yeah. Other what settings that, are you on? Just like regular? Like Max. Really? Yeah, no okay. problems at all running yeah. this game. Unless, of course, I'm running the virtual machine. But yeah. Hmm. What are you going to be playing? This? Uh, uh, no, I'm hoping Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Yeah. I'd really like to get a group together on Friday for Sea of Thieves. So I'll post that in the Discord. Keep your eyes out. Nick? Nick? I think I might be actually hopping on back on Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've seen so many like new builds and people are still discovering new shit in that game. I'm just like, man, I kind of want to start playing it again. Everybody I talk to is like, it's so good. It's so good. That's all I have here. Uh, I'll wait for it to be on sale. Okay. All right. All right, but yeah, because I have to buy Tina, Tiny Tina's for $60. Thanks, John. It better be fucking it better be awesome. <laughs> All right, speaking for uh, Bobby, not Chris, Amanda, and Nick and myself, um, uh, flight titties of 2020. Bye. 
Mm-hmm. Aerial tits. There we go. Aerial tits. That sounds way more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Aerial titties. Dun, 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 dun. Bye, everybody.